0: is going on suns fans justin here and with me as always is my podcasting partner dan what's going on everyone not with us is paul that's all he's just not here it's okay he's we'll miss sweet. him he's, he's actually out hanging out with people right now he literally sent us a vi- a picture from happy hour like 10 minutes ago but apparently can't record with us because he's too busy at happy hour with Amy from HR. Right? Am I right? Anyway, Paul, hopefully you're enjoying your <laughs> business trip. Dude, probably won't even listen to this episode of Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast. That is made for the fans. That's us by the fans. Whoa. For the fans, that's you guys by the fans. That is us. We're Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jay Dan.
1: Duarte 89 and don't forget to follow buffalo trace whiskey at buffalo trace which i'm drinking this evening the unofficial sponsor of fanning the flames
0: the unofficial official whiskey of fanning the flames as i like to say it dan but you know what dude that's your whiskey your drink your gig you do what you want with it but, but you listening, make sure to also follow Paul on Twitter. He's at Diverse of Whirl, and the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And depending on what pod form you listen on, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Do all that fun stuff, right, Dan? Let's go. Let's talk Suns. Dude, we are one week away from opening night. When this podcast drops, we will be one week away from opening night Of the Phoenix Suns 2021-2022. Damn, it's fucking 2021-2022 season already. One week away. And guess what we're going to talk about before we even start talking about this new season of the Phoenix Suns. What do you think we're going to talk about, Dan?
1: Um, Seeing as how we've talked about DeAndre Ayton and Mikael Bridges' contracts for the last four weeks, I'm going to
0: guess we're going to start off with that. I mean, we can do that. We can do that because notwithstanding the fact that about three weeks ago on this podcast, I said nothing further until something actually happens. Well, we've had two nothings kind of happen, and we've discussed them both, or at least we discussed the first one. That was Woj passing along the information that, again, from my perspective, we already knew at the time that DA didn't have a max deal. And now today, D.A. actually spoke out on it for the first time, um, really, right, publicly, period, right? He hasn't really spoken about uh, any of this particularly since uh, Woj uh, put out that article, what, last week? Was it last Monday? It was. I
1: believe it was last
0: Monday. Is it Monday? No, Monday or Tuesday, because we we, we covered on the last episode of, of Fanning the Flames, of course, so... Here we are a week later. Da finally says at least something about it, and and in particular, in particular, he was faced with a question from I believe it was Dwayne Rankin, basically just asking what he thought about the contract situation, if he had any confidence something was getting done, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, maybe I'll even drop in the clip right here. I don't know, but we've both listened to it, and I'll paraphrase it right now. And it was basically Da saying he's disappointed that a deal hasn't been done yet. And he just wants to be respected, like his peers around the NBA have res- have have been respected. And of course, that's alluding to the guys from his draft class already getting their max extensions. At least a a handful of them, right?
1: Right. Yeah, that would be now.
0: Now, let me before before you go, Dan. Let me say one thing. I will echo at least one sentiment, and that is, I'm disappointed too. I think we're all disappointed that a deal's not done. I would venture to guess if you knocked on James Jones' door right now, or if you were at the the State of the Suns on Friday night, this past Friday night, you texted James Jones at like 4 a.m., which apparently is something that Monty Williams does on on the regular. They were not clear whether that meant it was a late night or early morning for Monty, but that's a whole different story. But back to my original point of that is if you were to knock on James Jones' door right now and say – Champ, are you upset? Are you disappointed that there's not a deal in place? I would venture to guess he would say he's disappointed, too. We're all disappointed. But anyway, I interjected. Dan, go on.
1: Um, no, yeah, you're, you're completely right. Everybody's disappointed, right? Um, I understand the frustration. I also, like you, was not worried that something was going to get done. But I I wouldn't say it's just not good, man. It's not a good look. I I don't, regardless of what you want to say about, you know, I know you're a Sarver guy. I always thought he kind of got the short end of the stick, but then, you know, history, everybody says history repeats itself, right? And right now, he's playing hardball with D.A. when he doesn't need to. At the end of the day, yes, I think a max, max contract deal for D.A. is going to get done this is all unnecessary posturing right now. And all it's doing is it's making all of us remember the bad times, right? The Joe Johnsons, the selling the draft picks, the just you know the Mari Stoudemire conversation, the Braja Bell conversation, all that stuff. That's all it does is bring up negative shit. When it doesn't need to happen, you know, there's negative energy around them already. And in this season, after coming off of a finals run, you know, with everybody just raving uh, you know about this team, you know, minus the national media, of course. And you know, the chemistry of being <laughs>
0: at every time. everybody except for forty nine of the fifty states in the in the in the United States of America. but you know what does it's okay. nobody can be as smart they're as no, Suns fans, right?
1: I know they're I, not they're, no, they're nobodies. that's why I said that.
0: Amen, brother. Continue. <laughs>
1: um, you know, you got all this good momentum, all the, you know, the chemistry everybody raves about. And this is just on fucking necessary. Right. Most organizations, the world class ones or just, you know, regular just Joe Schmo. Fucking organizations, they're going to just do what they have to do. Bite the bullet. We're going to pay them anyway. Why just why all the posturing? But no, no. No, that's too easy for the Suns, right? Nobody wants to hear same old Suns, and I'm not going to say same old Suns. I still trust James Jones, but I can't trust Robert Cyberman I, I just can't. This is unnecessary. We all believe DA is going to get the max. We could have had him. We could have had this deal done two, three weeks ago, and he, you know, Just the dragging on about it, regardless of why, regardless of him, you know, trying to save a few bucks or just, you know, negotiate with D.A. It's just it's really unnecessary. And I'm beginning to get to that point, man. And I know some people on Twitter are freaking out more than others, but. It's just dumb. I don't know. It's stupid. Like, why?
0: Let me. Let me ask you this question. Now, you you obviously you heard the comments that DA had today. We know that based on what's out there, nothing's different in terms of where the discussions stand uh, in comparison to where they were about a week ago. Right. But does hearing it now from DA, does that change your perspective? Does that make you more concerned? I think you were alluding to it a little bit. I don't know if you actually got into it, but are you sitting there now? Are you are you now concerned about this? Because you sound more frustrated than you did last week. And guess what I'm getting at. Is that more frustration out of the passage of time? Another week has gone by and we don't have a deal? Or is that frustration out of, oh, damn, that's what DA feels? Oh, I, now, now this feels more real to me.
1: I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. But more so the DA thing because uh, – everybody knows da right he's like the goofiest happy goal he's a giant he's a kid in a giant's body and i don't see like the like seeing da say that i was like holy shit like it, it was a, i'd never seen that type of da where he's complaining or he's disappointed or he's just like i don't know bum the fuck out that the team that took him number one overall and you know he. He went to the finals with them, and he was an integral part, probably the MVP of the playoffs. And now he's like, you know, this is like a, a, a relationship, you know, a, a, a bond made, and, you know, it's it's great, right? It's a perfect bond because he grew up here, or at least he went to school here. Um, you know, his adolescence, you know, he's been here since then. Um, he likes it here. Got Went to you know, U of A here. He got drafted by the Suns number on one overall. He won a Western Conference championship with the Suns. And now he's not as good as Michael Porter Jr. Really? Like, just get it. I just don't understand why. And I... Don't and I don't why, but it's just fucking unnecessary, man. I know I've said unnecessary a lot. I'm sorry. You're going to hear it a couple times again.
0: And I want to make sure one thing is clear, and and this probably doesn't need to be said because I think... People listening are probably aware of it, and I know you, Dan, are aware of it, and you just said this, and I, I want to make sure it's clear. It's not that simple. It's not like MPJ's deal is what DA—I mean, if, if the Suns went in and said, hey, we'll give you what, D, what, what MPJ is getting in terms of actual guarantees and what have you, don't you think that would be an insult to DA? Because it's not a real max deal, right? But the general concept of being, if these guys are getting it, give it to them— I just hate the comparison of m p j because it's his his deal isn't a max deal like uh you know like a like a i won't say a Luca because Luca has a super max, but like trey Young got or like even shy got because it it's it's structured differently, but the general concept again being the same, yeah, if he's gonna get the max, just give him the max and let's get it going right
1: yeah, i mean so I think, you know, I know you said it's not apples to apples comparison with the um, MPJ contract, but the thing with MPJ is DeAndre is significantly better than him. And I think that's like, if, if he gets just, like, the regular, you know, non-guaranteed max, or at least only 146, then I'm for sure, you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm for sure worth the max. And I think that's just what he's...
0: That's what I'm right. Well, no. And I, I, and I, and I get that. I just feel like the, I don't know, the, the, the MPJ being the kind of like the, the go to that everyone's like, well, he got it. So he must get it. It's just, I don't like that analogy. I get it. I just don't like it. And I'm again, I'm not saying the conclusion is flawed. I I'm, I think DA should get the max at the end of the day, when you have a guy like this, you know, that obviously was integral to the team that made it as DA said in his (laughs) comments today was two wins away from a championship. You do everything you can to to keep that squad together, Uh, particularly when it comes to, you know, a situation where, yeah, I think there's obviously some disagreement as to whether DA should or should not get it. But I think that the majority of the opinions fall on the side of DA should get this max and the Suns should give it to him. Now I do want to go back to your comments about DA's comments and how they raise some concern with you and allow me to play devil's advocate if I may. And I'll go yeah. along the same point, though, that you raised, and that is it's not like DA to say things like that. It's not like DA to express disappointment. And I would even go as far to say that DA didn't come across as genuine in saying that as I feel like he generally does. It just it didn't come out as easily, as naturally, as willfully uh, as as I feel like his comments typically do, and dare I say even perhaps a bit rehearsed. What I'm no. saying is those are talking points he absolutely 100% got from his agents. His agents clearly leaked out that information to Woj. That's obviously where it came from. And his agents said, when you're asked about it, this is how you're going to respond, which is perfectly logical. It's exactly what, and I wouldn't say exactly what I'd be doing, but if I were in their shoes, I'd be thinking this makes sense, Right. You want sure. your, your, your guy to express, you, you want your usually affable, happy-go-lucky, everything is just great, I love dancing around and feeding my bobblehead popcorn and all that kind of stuff, your guy DA, you want him seeming upset because they're, that's going to elicit the exact reaction that it's getting from you, right, Dan? Fans right. are going to go, right. oh, damn, DA's, DA, oh, man, that's like... That's like the podcast of optimism saying they're going to go full a like, Cleveland Indians uh, fan in, in Major League, right? With like the X through the shirt, like they're going to blow it in the playoffs. Like that kind of doom and gloom feeling. I mean, that's my perspective at least, right? So when you see DA in that kind of mood, it's going to have an impact. And more reason why I think it's going to get done is because, well, DA's camp is doing a good job of, using the media and using the sun's image and using robert Sarver's image to their advantage and i honestly i'm almost at the point and i'm 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 one where i I, look i represent employers for a living i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna say (laughs) if i can dig in and i can say there's a reason why why this side is right i'm gonna fight tooth and nail to defend it but Dude, if it's over, like if we're truly talking about like escalators, like okay, whether Da is going to get the super max if he makes third team All NBA or first team All, I mean, like trivial shit like that. Dude, let's just do it. Like you're you're backed into a corner at this point, and and the funny thing is, in the grand scheme of things, if you look at it black and white, just on paper, like the Suns have all the leverage here. They should, but. In practice, in reality, they don't perception, because of the
1: Perception history. is everything. Exactly. Perception is everything. Yeah, so I, just I frankly, I, I
0: have, I have no more concerns about this deal today than I did yesterday, or than I did a week ago. I still think that it's going to get done. There's always a way. There's always a way, and. I'm still just hard-pressed to see James Jones sit by and let let what was built over the past couple of years and what came almost to a pinnacle last year start to have cracks in its foundation. And and there are other parts of those comments by DA that I would like to get into, but want to make sure you don't want to jump on anything else there because I feel like I jeopardized a lot of that time right there And um, I'm not going to apologize because someone's got to take up this space for Paul, right? Jeez. But anyway, Danny, anything else to build off of there? Before I kind of go in a different direction yet, we're still with those same comments. You know,
1: I I get what you're saying, you know, with the whole – it's just – I get that you're you unnecessary. Know, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, I get God you, damn,
0: man. Bro, like you I know, and just... and I don't mean to give you a hard time, but I can see you sitting there just wanting to say it, and I don't disagree with you, bro. Like I really don't. Yeah. And um... and and for the record. Yeah, I guess you could call me a Sarver guy, right? I mean, I, yeah. like, to, I like to think that I just defend—I like to defend what's right and what's what's just. And when Robert Sarver is unjustly attacked, then then I will defend him. I'm getting to the point in this situation where I'm starting to—I'm starting to uh, have a little chink in even that armor, uh, Daniel Duarte. So, um, yeah, no, nah, uh, but <laughs> again, at the end of the day. We still have how many more days until we we can truly say, all right, well, it's not done. Eight days. Eight days.
1: Oh, well, seven, actually, technically.
0: Oh, yeah, because what? It's the day before the season starts. Yep. So. No, it's the day of. Day of. So we're, we're getting there. Uh, but ultimately, look, we can sit here and complain and worry about it, but it's either going to get done or it's not going to get done. But you know, what's not going to change is DA is going to be on the Phoenix suns this year. And you know, what's not going to change too. And this is something that DA said. And like I said, I was going to go and keep going with these comments a little bit, but in a little bit of a different direction. This is something that he said that I thought was in DA's character. And throughout the comments, when he's discussing, you know, being disappointed and not having a deal done, we're with you. Da. disappointed too? He also got into, but Hey, I'm still here with my guys. We have a job to to do. We're still focused on wins. And I think that's something that, you know, has gotten buried a little bit in in the comments he made, because obviously, based on what's been going on, everyone's going to look at the disappointed comments. But there 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 has been the concern about whether the status of these uh, contract negotiations are going to put any sort of chink in the armor if you will i feel like i've used that analogy like twice now in the past like three minutes and i feel like i've never used it before like i don't know what's going on it's 2021 man what a weird year (laughs) just keep piling on anyway um but in the chemistry of the team uh, and obviously the chemistry of this team was incredibly important to what they were able to do last year but i for one find it Nice to hear Da say those things about what the ultimate goal is, notwithstanding the fact that he's in the midst of talking about frustrating and disappointed settlement negotiations. Dan, did you take anything away from some of that maybe, uh, dare I say, positive uh, comments that came out of Da here today? That uh, that uh, might 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 carry some uh, you know implications that aren't all doom and gloom.
1: I mean, uh, no, because uh, to be honest with you, the, uh, the, the issue, the chemistry issue isn't going to be with, within the players, right? The players are always going to agree unless they do something stupid. The issue is the relationship and chemistry with the general manager, ownership, you know, the front office. Usually teams that win championships don't have a dysfunctional organization right i mean shit we almost did last year but i wouldn't call our organization dysfunctional anymore since james jones and monty williams got here but you know i just yeah i i don't i don't see any anything i mean i don't see anything new as i should say there because i believe that would have been da's mindset from the get-go anyway because you know he loves the guys and he's a big goofball that people probably make fun of a lot Don't
0: bully people. (laughs) Rudy Gobert, big cyber bully, that guy. Unbelievable. Anyway, hey, let me ask you this question. This popped in my head, and I'm going to try to articulate this in a way that makes sense because I feel like this could be complex or it could be very simple. We're about to find out, Dan. But we're dealing with DA here. Listen, we haven't even talked about Mikhail. Poor Mikhail has just been thrown to the side all this time the past few weeks. We talked about him initially when we were talking about Da's, uh, you know, extension, but he's really fallen by the wayside. But he's too busy. Say,
1: Chipotle well, to care.
0: And I say that, and I'm going to say that in the context of saying, let's put McHale to the side here, not even worry about him. But we know that Chris Paul obviously got re-upped, and Da is now the issue, uh, and, and 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 whether he's going to get, you know, his extension here, or if he's going to go into the season without an extension and be a restricted free agent, if. You were prioritizing between those two this offseason. Would you have gone the route of saying, "Okay, I want to make sure that I've got Chris Paul secured for the next three years before locking up D.A.? And and obviously that's a question that I'm asking in 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 a universe where they can, you know, kind of exist in in those vacuums. One can go before the other or or, uh, you know, they're 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 not necessarily codependent, Uh, but. If you were prioritizing and it was James Jones saying, well, I want to either get the CP deal done or I want to get a DA Max deal done and getting the CP deal done is what's kind of holding up the DA Max. You think that would have been the right approach? Does that question make sense? Or am I just completely going bonkers here? I think you're going bonkers. All right. Well, let's move on then. I don't want to be bonkers.
1: I I would I would. Try and get DA's deal done first. I think Mikhail's fine. In fact, I think there may already be a wink wink deal. Did you say Mikhail?
0: Mikhail? I just literally was talking about Chris Paul and DA for the past week. Man, maybe it's like, maybe it's something about me because I feel like you just turned into Paul and his listening skills. No, 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 you, no, mean, you did you not finish. No, oh, I'm sorry. Finish. OK, I'm sorry. Shit, my bad. OK, Damn, uh, I mean, go on. I, 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 it, I don't want to be I don't want to be the subject to fuck this guy this week. So you go, you go, bro.
1: No, that's another guy. He knows who he is, but fuck him.
0: Um, he does. Did you tell him?
1: Uh, he should know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, go on. Let's go back to let's go back to what you were going to say before you were so rudely interrupted by me.
1: So basically, yes, I get that. You know, in the off season, Chris Paul was, you know, uh, you know, he was priority number one. You know, signing other free agents, I get that. But now, you know, you 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 re- you reshuffle your deck once it gets once something gets done, right? So okay you get the uh, Chris Paul thing done, right? Okay, cool. That's probably number one. Now we got to focus on DA, but wait, we need a backup center. We need this, we need that. So now you're reshuffling the deck, and the number one most important thing is getting DA paid, right? Like I said, Mikel, he's going to be fine. I think there's a wink-wink deal already done. Um, I don't have sources, so no, I'm not reporting, but I think he does have a wink-wink deal Done behind the scenes, and they're just waiting for the DA thing to come through. So, to answer your question in a very, very long form,
0: yes, yes. What (laughs) I don't know. So, okay. Do we want to? Is there anything else? So, you know, actually, before I say that, there's one other thing that I I want I want to cover, and it's funny, Dan. We brought this up last week after we finished recording. And it's about DA, and it's about the DA extension. And I was like, oh, I forgot to bring this up, thinking, oh, well, missed the chance. But here we are a week later, and it's still on point, I guess. And and and, and that uh, related to JaVale McGee, and and more particularly some comments that we covered a few weeks back uh, that JaVale McGee made at Media Day. And there's not really a question here. This is more just a little, little commentary for me, and that's this. McGee was asked something to the effect of what he could bring to some of the younger guys on the team, uh, you know, guys like D.A. in terms of his experience in the league. And he responded with, and of course, I don't have the quote directly in front of me because why would I be so prepared? But he responded by basically saying, I teach them to take the feelings out of the business side of basketball. And I remember thinking at the time, that was a really weird thing for JaVale McGee to say. Uh, You know, not knowing much about McGee outside of what you see out there on TV, him on Shaft and the Fool all the time. You just think of him as kind of an aloof guy. And I'm like, why would he come in hot with something that's kind of serious on point, uh, you know, serious topic like that in terms of the professionalism of of the NBA? Uh, And as a quick aside, the word professionalism used with JaVale McGee a lot by James Jones and Monty Williams at the Suns, uh, the state of the Suns event the other night. But anyway, going back to JaVale McGee making that particular point, my thought, especially now is, well, now it makes sense why he said it because this is all stuff that very well could have been being discussed amongst these guys back then. And there you go. Having JaVale say, look, I'm telling him to keep his personal side out of, out of these business dealings. Um, and that's the last thing that I want to say about DA's extension until he has an extension signed.
1: Until next week when he still does have an extension signed it's two days before the season?
0: Or then, or then, whichever may come first. Anything else Man. you want to say about DA's extension, Dan? Because oh my god, I can't believe that we're still talking about DA's extension. What if they're all what if this is like just a huge troll job by like the Suns, DA, his whole camp, they're like Let's just watch Suns World like freak out for a little while. I know it's completely insane, but it's wishful thinking, right?
1: Nah, no, they would have done something easier.
0: Hey Dan, did you see ESPN's uh, future power rankings by chance? I didn't, but I'm already you didn't. Off. No, that's perfect. That's outstanding. Not that you're pissed off, because I never want you upset. I, I like you happy, jovial, jovial. And that's a it's a weird word to use, but anyway. But I feel like I, I, I you not having seen this is is advantageous because I want to play a little game with you if you if you'll indulge me. All right, jigsaw, let's go. Because because I will allow you to guess whether here. Let's start with a question: yes or no answer, Dan. Were the Suns number one in the future power rankings on ESPN? No. You are correct. They were not. So the game I want to play with you is going to go like this. I want to walk through the teams that were listed in front of the Suns in the future power rankings on ESPN. And I want you to do something that's going to be against every grain of being that you have, like every essence of yourself. And that is try to justify why that particular team is somehow ranked ahead of the Suns in the NBA future power rankings. Can you do that for me? Do you want to play that game? Does that sound fun? Sounds like
1: a fucking jigsaw
0: game, dude. I mean, it sounds like fun to me. It really is, right? Like I'm gonna like I'm torturing you in a little bit of a way here, right? God damn it. Okay. Um,
1: I guess. All right. Hey, but all don't, right. Don't hold me to it. I might just fucking go left, like right in the middle of
0: my rant so what i mean you 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 say that like that's not something i might be just hoping and anticipating happens just because well that's what we do right am i am i wrong there i'm not right so okay let's go ahead and let's start I'm, i'm not even gonna like go through the make you go through the pain of trying to guess who's in front of them. I'm just going to rattle them out for you, right? So let's go. Number one on ESPN's uh, NBA future power rankings, the Brooklyn Nets. Dan, can you justify for me why the Brooklyn Nets would be ranked ahead of the Suns in the future NBA power rankings?
1: I'm going to save my energy for other teams that are on this list. So I'm going to say yes, I can. Okay, they have Kevin Durant, they have James Harden, and they have Kyrie Irvin. But Irving, sorry. Be, that was before, <laughs> you know.
0: Asterisk, they have Kyrie Irving.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he might retire within the next couple days here because he wants to change the world, and that's good for him. Um, you know, if that's what he wants to do, like, that's neither here nor there. But if he does do that, and that changes the landscape, landscape, landscaping, the landscape of the Eastern Conference this season. Because we saw, and granted, I know James Harden wasn't a hundred percent, but that's a pretty typical James Harden performance because he usually doesn't show up in the playoffs. But um, I just think that's going to throw that out of whack, and I don't think that they're going to be the healthiest team this year either. So. That's all I gotta
0: say about that. Okay, no, that and that's perfect. And I, I feel like you did a good job there. And you know what? I'm looking at these, and they they the first couple are okay. And then I, I feel like <laughs> oh boy. Oh. <laughs> oh, three, three, four, and five make make my make my skin crawl a little bit. We'll start with two though. We'll ease you into it a little bit more, although this one might be just as painful. Why are we doing this? We're gonna keep going though. The Milwaukee Bucks. Daniel Duarte.
1: Uh, They're defending NBA champs. And uh, can we go to the next one, please?
0: Moving on. I'm with you. I like how you handled that. Oh, let's talk about this one, shall we? Let's talk about the, I believe, the third youngest team in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. The Los Angeles Lakers kidding. Obviously, they're not the third youngest team. (laughs) But they are the third ranked team on the future power rankings on ESPN. Dan. Dan justify it for me
1: i'm surprised they weren't ranked number one to be quite honest with you because you know why wouldn't they right they have lebron james the greatest player of all time which hey i'm in that boat they have russell russell westbrook who is a triple double machine averages triple doubles during the fucking regular season man future hall of fame right Sham God, as some call him, I think, could be wrong about that. And they have Anthony Davis. Have Anthony Is That sham wow,
0: you mean like the the cleaning?
1: No, dude, I'd device. Cut that part out. It's terrible. <laughs> um,
0: well, now you're making demands.
1: No, I'm just saying. You can leave it. I'm a fuck. Um, and then <laughs> Anthony Davis. Wow, Anthony Davis. Probably what. He he, top three center of all time apparently according to Laker fans. <laughs> um, great, he's fucking fantastic, right? I mean, if he only spends like fifty two percent of the time standing up on a court, the other times so he's on the floor, but that's okay. He's just preserving himself for the playoffs. Which is what Lakers fans will tell you. Um,
0: You know, Dan, let me ask you a question really quick. Let me interject. And I know we don't have the same taste in movies, but have you seen City Slickers? No. Okay. Well, there's a scene in City Slickers. I believe it's City Slickers 1. Maybe it was 2, but either way. One of them where, where, uh, where a cow gives birth to a calf. And they show that calf learning to walk. That reminds me of Anthony Davis on the court like 95% of the time. He's just kind of like awkwardly stumbling about and eventually just falls down. And you're like, oh, my God, that looked – oh, he's, he's up again. Big- oh, nope, he's back down. It's just kind of like that. I digress. Go on. Continue telling me all about – I feel like you're doing like kind of like like almost concerningly like a good job at this, like justifying this stuff. It's scary. But 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 continue.
1: Blame the Buffalo Chase, um,
0: or thank the Buffalo Chase.
1: You couldn't just say he reminds you of Bambi. Like draw that out that long.
0: <laughs> you know, you want to hear my logic behind it. I could not remember if at the beginning of Bambi they actually showed her trying to learn to walk, or if that was just something that is, uh, what's it called, the Mandala effect? Are you familiar with that? Well, okay. Yes. So I wasn't sure if that was a, <laughs> that's why it so started to stop us. So the Lakers are, are, are three. Yeah, so let's yeah. move on to the next one. I want to go to the next one. I want to hear you. I already, t- I already
1: told you about how great their fucking team is. And Anthony I wasn't Gay sure
0: is. if you're done. I wasn't sure. Oh, if you're and they got Alex Caruso.
1: No, they don't. Guess what? Not you have another fucking white guy that plays for them that everybody's going to be like, Oh my God. Look at this white guy. He's not really that good, but we're going to tell you he's good. So people are going to think you're good. Who's that? Something Reeves. I don't know. Hmm, Okay. I think he's related to Big Country Reeves.
0: I was just going to say Big (laughs) Country
1: Reeves.
0: (laughs) Okay. Dan, number four on the list. The Denver Nuggets.
1: Jesus Christ. You got anything?
0: Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray.
1: That's all I can say.
0: You know, I heard if I heard if he didn't hurt his knee, COVID never would have (laughs) happened. No? Is that that giving is that finally giving Jamal Murray too much credit? Is that is that was that where we draw the line?
1: No, I heard I heard if he never would have hurt his knee, I was gonna quit drinking.
0: Oh, hmm. Which made me concerned. Wait, hold on, wait. But he did her. Okay, got gotcha, you. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to number five, and then get off of this terrible, terrible idea. The Miami Heat. What? Who? My Mi- <laughs> chicka chicka slim shady. Is that <laughs> that's how that went, right? <laughs> did I do that right? Yes. I feel like I did. Yeah, okay. Yes, <laughs> the Miami Heat. Allow me to read this write-up uh, read, uh, read <laughs> right by Tim Bontkamp. Bunt bon, Oh, Bontemps? Bontemps. I don't know why I thought there was a K in there. That
1: fucking... The Heat...
0: <laughs> oh, go on. No, no. 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 The Heat jumped up from a tie for 10th to 5th ahead of the Suns. After a busy offseason that saw them land the marquee free agent to change teams this offseason, point guard Kyle Lowry. What? Adding rugged defender P.J. Tucker will likely make Miami even more of a pain to try to score against. With Lowry, Tucker, and Jimmy Butler all in their mid to late 30s, this is a team that's going for it right now with high rankings in management first and market fourth, giving Miami a boost. So Pat Riley and Miami Beach are what pushed Miami to fifth, is what I gathered. Do you have any other justification, Daniel Duarte?
1: Listen, man, fuck this spit, and I'm, I'm done with the whole trying to, like, say something nice about them. Are you fucking kidding me, the Miami Heat? Bam Adebayo, who couldn't fucking play defense in the Olympics, was getting eaten alive in the Olympics. He's supposed to be a you know the anchor the the fucking future defensive player of the year. Get the fuck out of here, man! First of all, more of a forward to me at least. He just, just looks like a forward.
0: He's too slow. I love how I love how you just like went to calm tone. First of all, he's more of a forward to me anyway. Go on.
1: I was on a roll and I forgot. But anyway, Ben bio no, get the fuck out of here. They got fucking 39 year old Kyle Lowry. Oh, I'm sorry, our point guard is 39. Not quite, but you know what I mean. Um, he's, and he was a shell of himself his last season in Toronto, but he was, he was a marquee free agent, which should say something about this last free agent class, but I just don't get it. Um, Jimmy Butler, I think, is massively overrated as a player. And um, it scares me. Tyler Hero compared himself to Luca, Trey, and John Morant and said he belongs in the same um, conversation as those guys. I don't think he even belongs in the same fucking... Never mind. Whew. This one really upset me, dude. This one really upset me. This fucking guy couldn't break the rotation for the heat this year but now he's like oh i'm Trey. I'm the fuck out of here man Just, oh God.
0: so miami you can't justify them being fifth in front of the suns is what you're saying and i don't blame you i for can't that
1: justify any of these fucking teams like you know what if they would have been third i, I could have fucking i i could have not died a happy man but i could have lived a happy man goddammit. it <laughs> the nets i get the Bucks, fuck, and then the Suns. Like, how? I don't. I don't understand how there's any other order. And you can even argue that the Nets don't even belong in there. What the fuck have they won? A playoff series, great. We won fucking three.
0: <laughs> well, I think you said it all right there, Dan. That summed it up very well. Um, uh, you know how. How Miami snuck in there I, I have no clue either not at all but hey how do you feel about Ben Simmons right about now I, I, I we haven't talked about that even yet and why should we bother talking dude we got Suns basketball in a week maybe we should talk about that a little bit hey let's talk about Ben Simmons though did you say he was gonna get moving you did we talk about that last week we
1: did, did, did we make
0: two weeks ago yeah did, I, was...
1: made a, I made a prediction yes and I was very wrong okay
0: Can can you tell me one thing about this situation? Are you reading this the same way I am? And did it come across to you like Ben Simmons just showed up without his agent even knowing he was going to show up? Because the article I was reading was talking about how the Sixers and Rich Paul were in contact throughout the day. And then Ben Simmons showed up in Philly. Did you get that same thing? I did, actually, but.
1: Not really surprised.
0: Oh, dude's probably like, wait, I'm giving up how much money for not being there now? Okay, um, yeah, all right. I feel like I've proven my point now. Please start paying me again. That's that's probably how that would would have gone, right? That that would be also. My guess.
1: Rich, also, Rich Paul's kind of a douche, so I mean, he could have just been like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, uh, you're not making anything better. So,
0: yeah, I don't know that that whole situation. Well, you. Know, <laughs> We can look at DA, we can look at everything going on here, and I guess we can at least say, hey, it's not Philly. Right? Right?
1: It's true. All right, Dan.
0: Hey, man, anything else you want to dive into here on this episode? I mean, this is the last episode we're going to have before the last episode, before the regular (laughs) season. (laughs)
1: That's funny. It's funny how you caught
0: yourself and then tried to I totally caught myself in the middle of it right there. <laughs> so if there's anything you want to get off your chest b- b- immediately before you have one more chance next week before the regular season starts now would absolutely be the time. Nothing, nothing. What about that think- young watch? Hey, let's, can we talk about Jalen Smith a little bit? Like he's played well here in preseason. Yeah thoughts yeah. Yeah. is it is it is, is it is it starting to cool your jets at all or, or make you feel any differently about the pr- prospect of going after thad young or is it still a hey dude if we can get that let's get thad
1: yeah that's i'm still i'm still going for after thad
0: dynamite dynamite analysis i love it no i and and i don't know man i i feel like i'm getting close to the point where I'm going to have some level of loyalty to sticks because I last year was talking about how I think sticks is going to have the ability to contribute to this team this year and then during the offseason I was saying the same thing and idea of that young started getting floated. and I was like all right well that sounds pretty nice but then sticks you know Shows out in summer league has shown some good, good, good effort here during the preseason. And I'm starting to think maybe I should just hitch my, myself to that wagon. Right. Because. No, 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 I mean, no, I I feel like you shot me a very questionable look right there. You're like, what? So I, I, I just felt like maybe I should stop. No, no, no. Continue. No, I mean, sticks.
1: Look, um, if, he becomes a great player somewhere else. But we win a championship this season because Dad young had, you know, he played big minutes in the playoffs. I'm all right with that. I can live with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think anything that ends with and we win a championship this year, um, you'd be surprised what I would be okay with proceeding that to happen. If you, if you catch my drift,
1: if we trade sticks, can we go back in time and win the finals last year? That one still hurts.
0: I, I don't I don't think I, I don't think it works like that. Okay. Just gotta make sure.
1: You know, I watched Tenet the other day.
0: <laughs> What's uh, you watched what what is that?
1: Tenant? Tenet tenant?
0: Tenet? I don't know. Tenet? Yeah. Like okay that but like that's a show. A I'm not I'm not familiar.
1: It's a movie. Christopher Nolan like directed it. He did
0: Batman. Is definitely- this recent?
1: Yes, very recent.
0: Oh, so are you okay? That's it. You, are you just telling me you saw it?
1: Actually, What's I funny? haven't seen it yet. I'm just saying. What? I'm just saying it's related. It's time travel related. So.
0: Oh. You said it
1: doesn't work that way, and this is officially the longest I've had to explain, like a quick little joke.
0: But you could have told me that I I didn't know I didn't know the plot line behind Tenet. That, that's where I think the disconnect was. Speaking of disconnect, we are getting disconnected from the Phoenix Suns right here on this podcast, are we not? Dan, let's wrap up the episode. I feel right, yeah? Because I feel like, you know what? Let's make predictions. Before we record our next episode, will DA have a contract extension?
1: Um, I'm going to say no.
0: Dude, I can't wait for the season to start just so we can stop talking about this one way or the other. Right?
1: Oh, it's I mean, gonna talk to, no, it's going to be talked about ev- after every single game. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. You, Paul, can talk about it all you want. I'm just going like, to yeah, take are. a break every episode. Yeah, you I, are. Will. You know what? Right. I will. You're yeah. right. I will. Because I'm what? I'm Frank?
1: Because you're a friend. You're a good friend. Oh, I'm Do a good would... friend. Oh. Good friends don't let other friends talk about Talk about DA's
0: contract extensions alone? Yes. That actually makes sense. I feel like friends shouldn't let friends talk about DA's contract extensions, period. We should focus on... Dude, let's focus on this team. Can we talk about also them just jack-stomping the Lakers repeatedly? I know it's preseason, but the Lakers the didn't to exactly play DA, DA for like seven minutes. Dude, he played for like 28 minutes, 24 of them. He was all over the ground. But, you know, he also probably I, I didn't see the box score, but I probably shot like ninety seven free throws. But dude, <laughs> cut it any way you want to cut it. The suns are looking like they're ready for the season to start. You know what I mean? And Monty had said uh, at at again, at the state of the Suns on Friday, one thing he said was how the veterans like c p three and c p fifteen, now having a year under their belts in the system, gives them the familiarity. With things like, you know, the terminology, but even also just from the the day-to-day operational standpoint, what their practice days look like, all that kind of stuff. He said all that gets ingrained in them after that first year, and now they're going to be able to just kind of flow easily, you know, operate even more freely than they did last year. And I think we're already starting to see the fruits of that, you know, coming out. One thing that, you know, perhaps hasn't been talked about much during this offseason and maybe that's because uh, you know a lot of it has been revolving around especially as of late these contract extensions but you know yeah we added some pieces we got a lot of a lot of c- continuity here on this team and that's going to i think pay dividends especially you know when you have so many teams in front of us that are you know much better situated to win in the future according to ESPN right
1: yeah i mean yeah i can hello why are you tapping on your ear are you deaf can you not hear me anymore i can't hear you at all no Mm. hello oh there you are oh hey i'm sorry can you repeat the question please
0: no (laughs) i don't remember what it was no we were we, we, Look, what, no, what were we, were we talking were, no we were talking about the i was talking about the continuity, continuity and the value yeah. of it yeah. <laughs>
1: that was that was just i was, was messing with you um yeah this team i i mean i don't know what it is but this team seems very business-like right now and i know that's been thrown around already and so sorry if you guys think i stole it from somebody i wouldn't be want to be offended of stealing shit you know especially phrases or
0: I mean did some, you steal it from somebody? Did somebody no, say it? No,
1: but just make it because since Twitter's had some turmoil like last year over stolen shit, I guess. Have I
0: mean, I they really? I don't know. Yeah. I I I don't know if I don't pay I mean I feel like I pay attention to some Twitter, but maybe I just block out the I feel like I have a pretty clean timeline. Anyway, continue, Dan. Um
1: uh, so yeah, man, I'm I'm really excited about how quickly this seems gonna get off, you know, to a, a, a hot start. It's funny. Um Dave McMenamin, who it, I'm not a fan of, but he covers the Lakers today. Said, "Oh, the big three finally play together. The best the uh, uh, the <laughs> the best the Lakers have looked in the preseason." And then says, "But still lose the game one eleven ninety nine to the Warriors. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, look, man, I I don't this and." I have friends that are Laker fans, unfortunately. And they've said nothing but good things to me since the Suns didn't, you know, close the deal last season. They were actually good friends and weren't assholes about it. Except for the kid that walked by my house yesterday.
0: So, that was something. Yes, please. Do you want to share that story? Uh, I, I Wait. can Yes, maybe 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 you should talk to talk to me off air about it first before. No, I'm just kidding. Go on. I want to hear this. So I know what anyway, yeah, I don't
1: no. remember what
0: my original point was, Hey, you know, let's go back to your original point. I remember what your original point was. We were talking about the continuity and how important that's going to be for this team this year. And then you were going to talk about you were talking about the Lakers. We were talking about how they beat the Lakers. And you're talking about how your Laker fans or your Lakers fan friends were nice to you.
1: Yeah, so they were actually after they, because you know when they when they lost, I didn't rub it. in – the Lakers lost to the Suns. I didn't rub it in their face. You I don't didn't really like no, because they're my you know they're my friends. And I'd be like, you know, like if like the like when the Chargers beat the or when the uh, Cardinals beat the Chargers in the Super Bowl this year, like I wouldn't rub that in your face, you
0: know. That would be nice friend. of you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. That would be a fun Super Bowl, though. It sure Good would. Lord,
1: Jesus. Oh man. Um,
0: now see here, my 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 Laker friends, my Laker friends, my Laker fan friends. What they do is they just ignore me because then they know, like that's That's how they. That's how they get me. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. LeBron changed his number because his sons knocked him out in six crickets like sometimes they'll literally send me crickets and i'm like ah shit okay fine dicks anyway go on um so i forgot what
1: was
0: even my point dude let's 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 just do this let's let's do this we have got a team walking into (laughs) a brand new season (laughs) coming off of one of the greatest seasons that this franchise has had in its history the greatest was that the great i mean it has to be the I, yeah i would rank it i mean i rank it above the 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 92 93 season i just do because i think just because of the circumstances you know it was for most people very unexpected some of some of us, select few saw saw much of it coming but nonetheless the overall general excitement of of that percep- perceived surprise, I think, uh, uh, elevates it above that 92-93 season. Would you say it was the best season in the Suns' history for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I, it really had everything. If you think about it, um, you know, like all like the big moments, like the Valley like what mm-hmm. you, I guess that's what compare that to Barkley's game winner against the Spurs. I guess. Hmm. Um, so, like, it really had literally everything—great performances, breakout stars. Um the fans were insane. Only thing that was missing was that Larry O'Brien at the end. And unfortunately, we didn't get that one. Correct, still, and still the and, best season and ever.
0: And yet, here, and here we, we are. Soon. Coming off of that season, coming into a new season, bringing all of our key pieces back, having key upgrades in areas, having the team, for all intents and purposes, from what we've seen, already clicking on all cylinders, them operating in a very businesslike manner, and them being very hungry. One thing, and I'll close on this, in case there's any question about the hunger that this team has... At that, at the, the State of the Suns on Friday night, when they had their um, uh, kind of open practice session, they played that hype video. You know the hype video I'm talking about, right? I do. Cam Johnson, Frank, a few of the other guys, but Cam Johnson is the dude that I was just watching. He sat there and watched that fucking hype video, did not take his eyes off that screen from start to end. And... That, to me, is a kid sitting there watching, seeing what they've done, going, fuck yeah, let's go run this back and let's finish the goddamn job this time. And you know what, Dan? We gonna fucking do that this year. Because history be damned. Oh, I know what statistics say. You traditionally don't have teams that are going to go back to the finals. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, other teams are hurt. You know what? Fuck have, you. That's what. Say it as much as you want. I don't give a shit because at the end of the day, this team made it where they made it because of what they were able to do. They did what other teams couldn't do regardless if it was staying healthy. And they're going to, like I said, run it back this year. And you know what? Finish the job, Dan. Let's finish the job.
1: Yes, please. Let's let's not become the Buffalo Bills of the 90s.
0: And on that note, let's wrap up this episode of Fanning of the Flames, shall we? I appreciate you guys listening. Dan appreciates you guys listening. Paul, wherever he might be, probably doesn't care if you listen or not because that's the kind of guy he is. I don't know why I <laughs> said that. It just felt right it came out. Paul loves each and every one of you. We love Paul. We miss Paul. We'll have him back on hopefully here next week as long as he's not in God knows where with uh you know cafeteria and um, <laughs> that week. Uh you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at So J. Paul is at Derbish of World. Dan is
1: uh, D door to eighty nine, and don't forget to follow my boys at Buffalo Tricks.
0: The unofficial official whiskey of Fanning the Flames, and that podcast Fanning the Flames can be found at FanTheFlamesNBA Flames NBA. And like we always say, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening.
1: Be good.